Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and follow your soul calling with crystals. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals. In today's show, I'll be sharing a crystal healing layout for physical well-being, and this is one that I have adapted just a tiny, tiny bit from my book, Crystals for Energy Healing, but I thought it would make a lot of sense to put it in the context of distance healing. So we'll be talking a little bit about distance healing, what it is, how it's done, and then this specific crystal layout for physical well-being and physical health from my book, Crystals for Energy Healing, in this distance healing context, since many of us are foregoing in-person connections, including healing sessions with others. Um, It's a great way to still be able to do your healing work without putting yourself or your friends or your family or your client at risk from being together in person right now. It's also a great way to do a crystal healing layout for yourself without having to worry about your crystals rolling away or contorting yourself in uncomfortable positions to get everything into place. But before we get started, I'd like to answer one of our listener questions. Remember, you can submit your own questions at any time at loveandlightschool.com ask for the chance to have your question answered right here on the show. Today's question comes from Kirsten, and Kirsten asks, Lately, my husband has mentioned feeling a bit depressed, and he's having a hard time figuring out his purpose in life. I would love to put some crystals in his space that will help bring a sense of calm and happiness and assist him on his journey to find his purpose. Which crystals would work best? And this is such a great question, and... I feel like one thing that has come up for so many people through this pandemic is it has us all questioning and reevaluating and reassessing the ways in which we were living our lives. And, you know, I mean, it has been a bit of a reality check in that we realize just how short and precious life is and how much we want to make the most of it. And we want to be doing something that we're passionate about and something that fills us with that sense of purpose. So first, let's talk about the crystals for calm. You mentioned wanting to bring some calm to his space. I think that's such a good first step. Calming the mind, quieting any anxiety, any worry, um, because anytime we're contemplating a really big change, it makes sense that we would feel some anxiety. I myself was just going through this yesterday, so I can definitely relate My go-to crystals for calm are aquamarine, lapidolite, and white moonstone. Many of you have probably heard me talk about this crystal combo in the past, and if you're getting any weird background noise, we are in the middle of a huge snowstorm here in Wisconsin, so there are snowplows going up and down the street right now, so I apologize if it is a little bit noisier than usual. So those are my three go-to crystals for calm. Aquamarine helps you feel like you're a little bit more in the flow. It's super relaxing. Lapidolite is good for 
calming and quieting the mind, especially if you're feeling some intense anxiety. And then white moonstone, I find just to be so nurturing and supportive, it helps you relax because you feel like you'll be taken care of. Now, next, Kirsten, you mentioned happiness, wanting to bring him that sense of happiness. And I think we can work with crystals to help us as kind of a stopgap that way. But obviously, if there's this deeper issue going on for him where he's not feeling that passion for what he does, he's not feeling connected to his purpose, then obviously even working with you know crystals to bring about happiness won't address that root cause. So I do think for a stopgap, some crystals that are generally associated with happiness are crystals like citrine, which has that really bright, vibrant energy. It brings a lot of joy. Pyrite, because it's connected with personal strength and willpower, and it really helps you dig deep and like find sources of strength that maybe you didn't even know that you had. And I'd also recommend working with blue lace agate. This is a stone that I found time and time again can help put me in a pretty contented mood. Now, I love blue lace agate because it can pull double duty and also help act as a crystal to promote calm. But I do want to touch on your original reason for asking this question, which is what can actually help him on his journey to find his purpose? What can actually help him figure this out? And of course, ultimately, this takes a lot of deep soul searching, but I feel like some crystals that can help with this process include black obsidian, which can act as sort of a mirror to help us reflect back our own inner thought process and our journey. Sometimes the reason we feel disconnected from our purpose is because we're lacking clarity or because we're not really in touch with our own thoughts and feelings. And so black obsidian kind of helps you dig into this. It also pulls in this kind of shadow work aspect of looking at all parts of self. So not just focusing on the good, but maybe focus on where we've gotten in our own way or where we've faced struggles or obstacles that are out of our control and how we deal with that. Now, as a pairing for this, I would also recommend working with some selenite because it's really cleansing, it can bring a lot of clarity, and it helps remove any kind of extraneous energy, any thought clutter, mental clutter that's taking up space and not allowing us to fully connect with that passion and with that purpose. Finally, I would really recommend working with crystals like carnelian or ruby. Both of these have a super fiery energy. They help you connect with your passion and they're great crystals for motivation. Sometimes when we're feeling depressed, it's hard just to get out of bed. It's hard to do the day-to-day, let alone think about really big life changes. And again, although this takes a lot of soul searching and crystals are not just a magic solution or remedy to any of our problems, they can really help us put things into perspective. So working with something like carnelian or ruby, which can give us a little extra oomph and some motivation to work through these problems, even though they're hard, even though they're challenging, can be immensely helpful. So thank you, Kirsten, for your amazing question. I hope that those suggestions help. And remember, if you have a question that you'd like for me to answer for you about spirituality, heart-centered business, crystals, or anything else you're curious about right now, let me know over at loveandlightschool.com slash ask. The Crystal Healing Certification Program is coming soon. Want to know more? 
For info, free training, and to get on the list, go to crystalhealerschool.com. And now it's time to dive into our main topic for today, a distance crystal healing layout for physical well-being. So when we talk about staying healthy, of course we think about our physical body, but we often overlook our energetic body and the connection that these two have together. So of course, keeping that energy body healthy and in balance is equally as important as maintaining your physical health. So a healthy diet, regular exercise, and getting enough sleep really go a long way toward good health. But to round things out, you might want to consider incorporating crystal healing layouts for energetic support of your physical body as well. But performing a layout for yourself is not without its challenges. So whether you're having to stretch really far and reach to put a crystal in its placement, or you're struggling with your flexibility, or you have all your crystals roll away when you try and place the next stones because you've had to move a little bit, it gets a bit challenging. But you can still make even a complicated crystal layout work for yourself by adapting it to work with distance healing. So you can apply the principles of distance healing to a layout for yourself. So what exactly is distance healing? You may have heard this term before. It's also known as distant healing or absent healing. It's basically the art of sending healing energy to people or places or animals or situations remotely. So it's sometimes even called remote healing. So this means you can be in one part of the world and still provide healing and send energy to those in need who are in a completely different place. Of course, with their permission, just like you would have if seeing them in person. This is a really powerful form of healing, but it relies really heavily on your trust and your confidence in your own skills as a healer, as well as on your intuition. So if we have this ability to send healing energy distantly, how do we do that? What do we need? So you need a representation of the person or place or animal or situation that you're sending energy to. So this might be a photograph or the person's name written on a piece of paper. And remember, if you're doing this for yourself, then you would just include your name or a photo of you. So a representation of you to send energy to so that you don't have to put the crystals on your own body and make it really difficult and overly complicated. You can just use a representation. Plus you need a stand-in for your body, like a distance healing board. These are pretty common. We actually have them at my shop, Mimosa. You can find them at mimosaspirit.com. But you can also just use a drawing, a line drawing of a human body. You can use a distance healing cloth. You can print something out on a piece of paper. Just some sort of stand-in for the body. Um, and again, if you're going to do this, say, for an animal, if you're sending healing energy to a friend's dog or cat, then you would use a photo of them or a representation. Now, when I say you need both of these, truly, if you have a photo of your whole body in the way that you would put crystals on it, you can use this, but often it's going to be a bit small. So you generally want your stand-in, so the image of the body, the outline of the body, to be large enough to place your crystals on. I mean, think about 
what can be involved in a complicated crystal layout. There can be many different crystals happening. So you need enough room on your stand-in to place the crystals comfortably and have enough room to add everything. So this is why, although you could use something like a photograph of your whole body without the stand-in, you could actually have the photograph pull double duty and be the stand-in and the representation of you. It's often going to be a little bit too small. So I like to place the representation, so the photo or the person's name, beneath, right in the center, the stand-in. And I use a distance healing board or cloth for this. Then you place your crystal layout on the stand-in instead of on the person or the animal, and you intend to send the healing energy. And if you're doing this for yourself, then you intend to send the healing energy to yourself. So again, you can do this for you, for your friends or family, or even for clients. This is a way that many healers are operating right now with COVID, doing distance healing work. So this is almost like a crystal grid for healing, but a little bit different. It's usually tabletop size. It's usually set up in sacred space. But instead of following sacred geometry, you're following the placement of the crystals on the body. So the layout that I want to share with you today is a specific crystal layout from my book, Crystals for Energy Healing, and it's for physical well-being. It helps to draw energy into your body, keeps your energy channels open, and gives you a good boost to keep you from feeling depleted and run down. Now, if you check out the accompanying blog post for this episode over at loveandlightschool.com blog, you can actually find a quick video walkthrough of this layout. It's only about 30 seconds long, but I show you the placement of the crystals, which crystals I'm using, where to put them, and a little bit about the structure and placement of the stones in relation to one another. So if you're a really visual person and you'd like to see this done, definitely go check out that video. Like I said, it's only 30 seconds long. You can also find it over on Facebook and Instagram. And you can connect with me there at Love and Light School. So to start any layout, especially for the physical body, I think it's important to get grounded. So we're going to begin by placing a black, brown, or red grounding crystal between and just below the feet. Again, you can do this layout on an actual person when we're not in the middle of a pandemic, but you can use this distance healing method and place this crystal on the representation or stand-in of the human body. So this area is often known as the earth star, and it helps maintain the grounding cord between your physical body and your energetic body. So placing a stone like black tourmaline, red garnet, smoky quartz, black onyx, or red jasper in this location helps keep you grounded and connected to your body while you're within the crystal layout, either physically or the distance layout. Now, when you're grounded, it helps you readily absorb the energy from the other crystals and stones in the layout because it opens up your energy channels and allows this energy to kind of flow through you more or less unimpeded. So when we're grounded, we're naturally more opened up. And this is a great thing when we're receiving energy from a crystal layout. So after you've placed that initial stone, the next step is to place another type of grounding stone next to each hip on either side of the body. So one on the left side, one on the right side. And for this placement, I really like to work with petrified wood, but you can also use things like bronzite, 
smoky quartz, dravite tourmaline, which is also called brown tourmaline or champagne tourmaline, or something like septarian nodule. So you want to place the stones just below your hip bones where the legs attach to the main part of the body. And there's usually just a little tiny indent here. And so you can, if you're looking at a drawing of the body, use that as an indication, but kind of at the widest part of the hips. Now these two crystals work to anchor your energy body during the session so that the energy flows really easily between the physical body and the energy body or the aura. So the stone that you placed initially between and below the feet and the two at the hips create sort of an upside down triangle shape. And this helps to direct and expand that grounding energy from the earth up into your body. It's kind of like a funnel that allows that energy to expand through that lower half of your body. Next, we're going to focus on energetically supporting the physical body. So this helps create a shift and call in more balance and well-being, which is the purpose of this layout. So for this step, you're going to place a dark green stone, dark green being connected with healing energy, above each of your shoulders. So stones like malachite, emerald, green aventurine, budstone, or bloodstone, two different ones, are perfect for this. So when they connect with the stones near the hips, they actually create a slightly elongated rectangular shape around the torso. And this helps support the main trunk of your body with this healing energy. Again, tapping into that anchoring ability of the stones at your hips and bringing in this healing through your whole core. Next, there's an optional stone placement. And I did put it in the video just so you could see it. But if you're dealing with physical discomfort in your body, especially related to stress, maybe things like headaches, upset stomach, muscle tension, you can energetically support yourself by placing a yellow stone over the stomach. I really personally like to work with citrine here, but you could also work with golden quartz, yellow aventurine, golden tiger's eye, anything like that. Now the final step is to keep yourself really clear throughout this process. So placing a clear or white crystal like selenite, scolocyte, clear quartz, howlite, or clear calcite just above the head will help cleanse any energetic debris from your field. So it clears out any energetic clutter that can add stress and add to general feelings of overwhelm, which as we know, all impact our physical health. So to finish up this layout, if you were doing this in person, you can just stay within the layout for 20 to 30 minutes. Or if you're doing this in the distance healing method, you can just keep the crystals on the stand-in overnight. So the last step would be to remove the crystals from the body or from the stand-in. And I suggest doing this in the opposite order from how they were placed. So we start at the feet to slowly build the energy up, right? raise that energy a little bit at a time so it's not overwhelming. And the same thing, we bring it back down, bring it back down to earth and kind of reground someone by taking the crystals off in the opposite order and then cleanse them really thoroughly using any type of cleansing method that you like, like sound or smoke cleansing with some lavender or rosemary to make sure that your crystals will be cleansed and ready to go next time you need to use them. So again, I highly suggest you check out that video 
that is on the blog page associated with this episode. So just visit loveandlightschool.com slash blog to check it out. Well, that is it for our crystal healing layout for physical well-being. But now it's time for our trending this week segment. So as you know, each week I bring you a quick discussion on something that I'm just really loving right now that I want to share with you. So this week I want to chat about the absolutely amazing natural soy wax candles from cottagewicks.com. So I was first introduced to Cottage Wicks, I think through um, a subscription box, and I can't remember which one because (laughs) I did get quite a few at one time uh, for many months, but I really, really like these candles. The one that I had was one of the Travel Tin candles, and these are the ones that I've really gravitated to because they're only $8 on their website, which is pretty great for a candle. They're a good size. They're a four-ounce candle, um, and they're called a Travel Tin because they're small enough you could take them somewhere else. But even in this small candle, the burn time on these is 25 to 28 hours. So for a really small candle you get a really long burn time. And I guess, you know, I've, I've talked about candles before, but being that we just celebrated in bulk and I was really taking stock of all of my candles and did a little candle blessing ritual on the evening of in bulk, it really made me appreciate just all the artistry and craftsmanship that goes into handmade or hand-poured candles. So check out Cottage Wicks. You can find them at cottagewicks.com. They have their amazing travel tins, really affordable, long burn time, and super beautiful. But they also have some other fun things like beeswax candles, herbal ritual incense, and bath and body products like soaps and lotions. Plus, they have some really cute mason jar candles if you're looking for something a little bit bigger than the travel tins. And they smell great, they're beautiful, and they're really nicely packaged. So again, check them out at cottagewicks.com. And just a reminder, you know, when I share about these things, it's not a paid ad at all, nothing like that. I just, these are things that I personally really like and want to share with all of you. So that is it for today. I hope that you found a lot of value in today's show. And if you want more information about anything I discussed in this episode, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And if you do head over to the website, you'll see right at the top of the site, we have my free video training series called How to Run a Crystal Healing Session Step-by-Step. You can sign up and get three free videos taking you through the whole process of how to do a crystal healing session from start to finish. And I'll even send you a bonus distance healing with crystals lesson straight from my award-winning CCH and ACP programs. So if you sign up, if you're interested in distance healing and what we talked about today, you can sign up for this free training and get an extra bonus lesson all about distance healing with crystals. And this is straight from my program. I just want to share it with everyone at this time because I feel like it's so important for us to be able to adapt the way that we're used to doing this healing work during the pandemic. And if you know that you want to learn even more than that about crystals, I'll actually be opening up enrollment for my CCH program in just a couple of weeks. I can't believe 
how close we're getting to open enrollment time. We only do this twice a year. So if you want all the details on that or you want to learn more about the program, you can just visit crystalhealerschool.com. There you'll find all the details about the upcoming program, how it all works, of course, syllabus, and all the info you need to get started. Plus, you can sign up to get on the wait list and get notified as soon as enrollment opens to receive an exclusive discount on your enrollment only available for those on our wait list. So thank you again so much for tuning in today. If you did enjoy the show today, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave a quick rating and review over at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes. And I wanted to give a shout out today to Wood, who left a five-star rating and a review, and they say, inspiring. I just started listening to podcasts, and I'm happy to have immediately found yours. Thank you, Ashley and team. Your program is motivating, enlightening, interesting, and more. Well, I am so glad to hear that you think so. And if you want to leave your own review, again, you can do that at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes. While you're there, you can subscribe through that link as well so you never miss a future episode. Or if you don't use iTunes or Apple Podcasts, just head over to loveandlightschool.com slash listen for links to everywhere this podcast is hosted. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you in our next episode. Until then, crystal blessings. Do you feel intuitively called to work more deeply with your stones? To grow your confidence, knowledge, and connection to crystal energy beyond what you can learn on your own? Our award-winning Crystal Healing Certification Program will take you from crystal lover to a confident, certified crystal healer and help you discover your soul's path and crystal purpose. Maybe you want to deepen your personal spiritual practice by connecting more deeply to your stones. Or maybe you're already working with crystals, but you want to learn some more advanced energy healing techniques. Wherever you're at on your crystal journey, the Love and Light School's CCH program can help you become the confident and intuitive crystal healer you know you can be. Are you ready to listen to the nudges from the universe and take the next steps on your crystal journey? Our CCH program is here to support you every step of the way. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Connect with us online at loveandlightschool.com or on social at Love and Light School.